Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Wow, what an amazing time of worship we just had then with our Hills location in Sydney. Uh, We are so blessed that we can share resources and we can worship together with our other church locations. And can you be lifting up our Hills and Penrith location and the city of Sydney and New South Wales at this time as they experience lockdown, as well as praying for our own Melbourne West location, Melbourne and Victoria as we're in lockdown. Hopefully we're coming out on Tuesday, but we don't know for sure. And uh, that would be really great. I believe that as a church, we need to be praying and seeking God at this time. We're in a series called The Invitation that we started off last week. And it's an invitation from God to be part of something. An invitation is an invite from someone to be part of something. And so you might receive an invite to coffee or to go to someone's house for dinner or maybe to go on a holiday with some friends, or you might be at work or at university, high school, and you're invited to be part of a group project. That's an invitation to be part of something. And that's exactly what this series is about. It's about how God is inviting us to be part of something that he wants us to experience. And that something is to follow Jesus Christ and to be part of his church. Our key verse for this series is Matthew 4, 19 and Jesus gives an invitation to someone to be part of something and he says he said it says he said to them follow me and I will make you fishers of men we're going to delve into that a little bit today uh, a little bit later but last week part one we looked at different things we looked at how Jesus how God invites us to find answers in him and we looked at three questions and three answers and the first question was where did I come from The answer is God created me. And the invitation from God is to be be restored to relationship with him. The second question we ask is, is there life after death? And the answer is, yes, there is. And the invitation from God is to spend eternity in heaven with him. The third question we looked at is, is there a meaning or what is the meaning? What is the purpose of life? And we said that the, the answer is to glorify God. And God's invitation is to do what you were created to do, and that is to glorify Him. If you missed that message, you can go to our church website and download the podcast. You can jump onto our uh, YouTube channel and watch the sermon there. Or you might want to share it with someone who you think it would really speak and help them. That would be fantastic if you would do that. Let's pray. God, we just thank you today. Wherever we are gathered, However we are gathered, Lord Jesus, whether it's in person or online, you are with us. So I pray right now that your Holy Spirit would minister and speak to us. I pray that we would hear from your word today. We would receive it with open hearts. Lord Jesus, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hands up today, anyone who has a social media account. It could be on Instagram or Facebook. Maybe it's uh, YouTube or Snapchat or TikTok. Come on, if you've got a social media account, why don't you... Put your hand up right now. Social media is this concept, well, sorry, there's this concept in social media that you share your life with other people through photos or videos or graphics or text that you put out there. And the way that you do that is that you have this thing called followers. Followers. And these are people who have subscribed to your social media account. 
And when you post something new, they see it. They're called followers. Say it with me. Followers. Come on, one more time. Followers. I've got my phone here and I'm going to bring up my Instagram account. There it is. There's my profile. I don't know if you can read it or see it, but I have 192 followers. And uh, that's not a lot of followers. My daughter, Joelle, I asked her during the week, how many followers have you got? She's got over 1,000 followers. Sounds like a lot. Right now in the chat room, if you'd like to share, how many followers do you have on social media? Come on, type it in right now. There's no judgment if you've got a lot or a little. Just share it with us right now in the chat room how many followers you have. Social media is a relatively new concept. It used to be that the only way that people would know about what you're doing from day to day is if you're rich or famous. The paparazzi would photograph you, put on the news or magazines. But now everyone is famous in their own rights because you could have someone following you on social media. Social media may be new, but being a follower or following someone or something else is not new. We follow a diet or an exercise program that a dietitian or a, a celebrity um, person has put online. We follow that person. We follow an investment strategy that a financial advisor has given us. We follow the job or career advice that a parent or an influential person or a teacher gave us at some point in our life. We follow the rules in obeying the laws of the land. We follow the GPS in it giving us directions to get to the store that we've never been to or someone's house. We follow everyone else in the frenzy of lockdown, going to the supermarket and getting that last roll of toilet paper. We're followers. And then if we look around, we see that following is all throughout life. We see that our superannuation follows the market trend of up or down. Our children follow the behavior, attitudes, and actions of their friends that they do life with. Ants, when they're doing, making a new trail from one location to another, they follow each other right after each other. Go on, get, get a documentary from David Attenborough and you'll see that. We see the stars, the sun, the moon follow a predictable path that we can use maths to predict in the night skies. Everything is following something. Whether you know it or not, whether you admit it or not, you are following something. Even subcultures in society, those cultures that have turned their back on the normal way that most of us live, those subcultures, even they are following rules and cultures and customs that they have set in place to follow. So we're all following something, whether we're following customs, rules, regulations, influences, the news, values, diet advice, investment opportunities, parenting guides. There is something inside of every man and woman that wants to follow something. So it should be no surprise that the very first interaction we see that Jesus has with humanity, with mankind after being baptized is a call to follow in Matthew 4, 19. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I like how the NIV version also puts it. It says, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. Jesus says it so clearly, I don't think it be, can be misunderstood in any way. He says, follow me. And perhaps you're in this place today, perhaps you're watching or listening to this, and your life is not following Jesus. 
In fact, maybe you're here today and you don't even know if you believe in Jesus, the stories of the Bible. You don't even know if you believe that he died, rose again, died, was buried and rose again for your sins. Well, firstly, I want to say I'm so glad you're watching or listening to this today. I'm so glad that you're on a journey seeking for answers. And I pray that today in this moment that you would actually hear from God. And as I share this sermon, that he would speak to you and that you would actually discover what you've been looking for is to follow Jesus Christ. And at the end of this message, I'm going to give you the opportunity to say a prayer to follow Jesus and then for the rest of your life to journey with him. What does Jesus say? Come and say it with me. He says, follow me. Come on, one more time. He says, follow me. And this is where today's culture of social media following can get us unstuck and can put us in a place of not living in the fullness that Jesus has called us to live in if we are followers of Jesus Christ. See, so many Christians are living their lives in a mistaken belief that following Jesus is the same as following someone on social media. See, if I want to follow our Prime Minister Scott Morrison, or if I want to follow guitarist and singer John Mayer, or if I want to follow actress Kate Winslet, it's very easy and very simple. I get out my Instagram account, I search for that name, I click on their profile, and I simply click the follow button. That's it. It's easy. It's, it's simple. It's a one-off thing that I do to become a follower of that person. The sad thing is that some Christians think that that's the same approach that they can, that they should take when it comes to following Jesus. They said a prayer once to ask Jesus into their heart, and they think that that's it. They think that by saying a prayer is like clicking on Jesus' follow button, and now they're a follower of Jesus Christ. But church, I want to let you know today, person, I want to say to you today, following Jesus isn't about clicking a follow button or praying a prayer to ask him into your life. It's about following him. See, following his lead, his promptings, his direction, following the behaviors, the actions, the example he gave us in the Bible, following his Holy Spirit's promptings and actions and leadings. That's what following Jesus is. If you're not heading in the same direction that Jesus is heading, you're not following Jesus. If you're not heading where Jesus, Holy, where the Holy Spirit is prompting you to go, you're not actually following Jesus, regardless of whether you said a prayer or didn't say a prayer. And maybe as I said that today, that's hit hard in someone. Maybe today that's kind of shocked you or kind of woken you up from your, the way you've been living life and You've clicked the follow button of Jesus. You've said the prayer, but you're not actually heading in the direction that God has for your life. Today, I want to say to you, this is not meant to be a condemning message, but an encouragement to say to Jesus, I want to follow you in a true way. And what I want to do right now is I actually feel led to just pray for any person who might be like that today. Lord God, there's any person right now who has at some point prayed a prayer, who has at one point said, I want to follow you, Jesus. But right now at this moment, I'm not following you in the way that you had them to follow you. I'm not heading in the direction that you are heading. I pray right now, God, that you would strengthen, you would help them to look into their life, to see the areas that need change, but God, that they would start to live in that new creation life today. I thank you for that, Jesus. Amen. Let's turn to Luke 5. Luke 5 is the same story as Matthew 4, but it just goes into a little bit more detail. And so I want to 
uh, just unpack that this morning, today, as we look at that. Turn with me to Luke 5, verses 2 to 11. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. This is Jesus. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little deep, a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they, be, and they came and filled both boats so fill, full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their, their boats up on shore, left everything and followed him. Three thoughts I want to share today. If you're taking notes, write these down. One, people need to see something before they'll follow something. People need to see something before they'll follow something. Simon Peter is there looking after his boat and he hears Jesus preaching. And then Jesus says, hey, can I use your boat to go and preach from the shore? And Simon is like, yes, no problems. I'm fine for you to do that. He was happy for Jesus to preach from his boat. But he wasn't so keen when Jesus says, put out your nets to do that. And I can tell you that he would not have been keen to leave everything and follow Jesus if Jesus had said to him immediately, Follow me. See, Simon needed to see something before he would follow something. He sees the miracle and the fish and the overflowing nets at breaking point. And it's at that moment that Jesus gives the invitation and that he is open to the invitation, follow me. He needed to see something before he would follow something. And what's true then, 2,000 years ago, is true today. And I'm not saying that we have to produce a miracle or a sign and wonder before people will accept the invitation to follow Jesus. But what I am saying is that they want to see something in our life that points to the new creation life that Jesus has given us at that moment we invite him into our life. The new creation life. They want to see the transformation in us. They want to see that joy overflowing, a generosity above and beyond, an unconditional love an undeserved grace, a kindness unknown. They want to see something in our lives that speaks of the new creation, man and woman, that Jesus has made us. See, those things are nets overflowing. Those things are miracles. Those things are signs and wonders in today's society. They're moments that people can experience. They're moments that people can see through us to help them see something that they can then possibly follow. And they may not know what it is or why it is or how it happens or who it is, but they're seeing Jesus in action through us being followers of Jesus and acting like he did. And my question today for you, for me, for our church is, how is God going to use you this week to bring those moments to the people around you, to your family, to your friends? How might he use you? How does he want to use you? 
And are you open to being used by God? Number two, the miracle is followed by an invitation. Simon Peter sees the miracle, experiences the miracle. He sees something and then immediately he says to Jesus, who are you? How did this happen? What is going on? That's what he's saying when he says, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. And he's at the feet of Jesus. As he's at the feet of Jesus, Jesus gives the invitation, follow me. Jesus gives the invitation immediately. He doesn't wait for a more opportune moment for a dinner, for a moment sometime in the weeks in ahead. He doesn't wait to go get his Bible to share scripture and passages. He doesn't engage in an argument and a debate to tell Simon, yes, you are a sinner, but it's okay. I've come to save the sinners. No, he simply says, follow me. And it looks like something like this in our own lives. When something in your life has happened that you can point to God, do it. When there's been a moment in your life that you can say it was God, point to that moment and then point to God. And if the person shows interest in what happened in your life and how it was because of God, your faith, the church community, tell them about God, invite them to follow Him. See, it could look like this. I used to be overwhelmed with fear and anxiety and worry. And then one day I picked up a Bible and I started to read it. And I found that as I read the scriptures, worry and anxiety left my life. And I've not had a panic attack since I've read the Bible. And that could be you. I know that you struggle with worry. And so I've got a spare Bible. Would you like to take it? I believe if you read it and as you read it, that worry will leave your life. It could look like this. I never had many friends, but I met some great people who I trust and who care for me deeply. I met them at church and I'm inviting some of those people over to my house for a dinner. Would you like to come? I'd love for you to come and to meet them. They're great people. You could meet some great friends at church. Could look like this. I always felt empty and lost on the inside. Like there was something missing, like there was more to life. And then I was searching on the internet I came across this website and there were some podcasts on there talking about Jesus the way he lived his life and the example and talking about what he did for me and I've been listening to them and I I believe that I've found answers to the questions that I was asking I want to send you the link to that podcast would you listen to it I believe that you will find answers and it will change your life and you've got your own words, your own circumstances, your own situations, the own th- your own things that have happened in your life that you can point to God, your own way of expressing and telling people about it in your own life. But what I want to encourage you today, do it. A miracle has happened in your life. Tell the world about it and then invite them to know the one who caused that miracle to happen, Jesus Christ. Invite them in a journey to follow Him. Thirdly and finally, the invitation is to continue following. As I said earlier, following Jesus is not a once-off decision you make. It's not a once-off click on a follow button on Jesus' social media account. And that's because Jesus' invitation to follow Him is not a once-off invitation. It's a daily invitation He makes to us. It's a constant invitation invitation that is out there for us to accept when we wake up in the morning Jesus says 
follow me. When we're in a heated moment having an argument, a disagreement with our spouse or our boss or our child or our parent, Jesus says, follow me. When we're experiencing success in life and feeling incredible and invincible like we could take the world, Jesus says, follow me. When everything is crumbling around us and we don't know how we're going to make it, Jesus says, follow me. When we think we can find what we're looking for in a substance, a relationship, an experience, a position or the money in our wallet, Jesus says, follow me. What we need to realize, church, what we need to realize wherever you are sitting or listening to this right now, His Holy Spirit is constantly inviting us to follow Him every minute, every hour, every day, every week, month upon month, year upon year. There is a calling, there is an invitation in the spirit realm, there is an invitation from Jesus that says, follow me, follow me, follow me. And the question is, what do we do? Do we think it's a one-off invitation that we said in the past and now everything is fine? Or do we realize and understand it's a day-by-day decision and invitation that we need to answer? Speaking for myself, every day I choose to follow Jesus. And I want to be honest and transparent with you. Some days, I do a better job than other days. Some days I follow him well. Other days I feel like, Lord Jesus, I'm a failure in following you. But what I can say is that I'm 44 years old and I made a mature decision as an adult in my early 20s to follow Jesus. And I can honestly say that I am following Jesus more than any other moment in my life before. And why is that? Is it because I'm a pastor? Is it because I've been following Jesus or been a Christian most of my life? I would say to you, no, it's none of those reasons. The reason is because daily, every day, I hear the invitation of Him, of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit, that invitation, follow me. And what I do is daily, every day, I say, yes, Jesus, today I'm going to follow you. I say, yes, Holy Spirit. Today, I want to follow your promptings. I answer it. I say yes. A church, no matter how old, how young, no matter your socioeconomic background, no matter your upbringing, no matter your ethnicity, no matter whether you were brought up in a religious home, no matter whether you don't even know who Jesus is and you stumbled on this YouTube video somehow, today Jesus is inviting you. And the invitation out there is for you to accept him as your Lord and Savior. He's inviting you into a relationship with God. He's inviting you to eternal life in eternity with heaven with you. He's inviting you to find meaning in life, to glorify God. He's inviting you to follow his lead, his promptings, his example. He's inviting you to follow his actions, his behaviors, his direction. He is inviting you. Imagine a community of believers. Imagine a community of followers of Jesus who said, Jesus, I'm going to follow you today. Imagine a community. Imagine a church just like that. Imagine the influence that church, that community of people could have in the world around them, that they could have in the world around them, around those people, 
around, around the people who are following the wrong thing, who are looking to all different things to find fulfillment in their lives, who are looking to this and that, following all these different things and don't realize that the answer that they have been looking for their whole life, the thing that they should be following, the person that they should be following is Jesus Christ. Today, as I close, if you close your eyes, I would say this, let's stop imagining. Come on, let's be a church that stops to imagine and let's start following. Let's be a church that starts doing, that follows Jesus. And Jesus is waiting on the other side of an invitation to follow him. My question is, will you accept his invitation today? Let's pray. Lord God, I just thank you today. We've come to have an encounter with you. We've come to meet with you, to hear from your word. I pray God all around Melbourne, all around wherever people are watching this, listening to this, Lord God, they have met with you in this moment. I pray, Lord, as Christians, God, that we would not have the mentality that following you is saying a prayer, clicking a button, it's a once-off thing, and then we just live the rest of our lives being good people. But no, Lord God, that we realize that following you is a daily decision that we make. We answer that call every day and we realize that following you is about heading in the same direction that you were going, Lord God. Being led by your Holy Spirit, your promptings, your unctions. Holy Spirit, going where you tell us to go. Acting how you tell us to act. Being like Jesus, Lord God. It's a journey that we're growing, we're maturing spiritually in our faith with you, Lord God. So God, if there's any Christians, Lord Jesus, that have, have not maybe been living their lives like that, I pray, Lord God, right now, that they would change their mind. Following Jesus is not following an Instagram account. It's following the God of the universe. It's following the one who died for us. It's following someone who deeply loves us and deeply cares for us. He wants to be involved in our whole life every part of it. Can I encourage us today, church? Please don't take your relationship as, with Jesus as just something you do on a Sunday. Invite God into every moment of your life. I was talking to someone this week about some decisions that he needs to make in regards to business and entrepreneurship. And I encourage him, invite Jesus into that decision. And I encourage you today, invite Jesus into your marriage into your, for your, as you pray for your children. Invite Jesus. Invite Jesus into your health. Invite Jesus into your finances. Invite Him into the whole being of your life. He wants to be involved in your life, not just in your Sunday church Christian image that we portray, but our whole life. And as you do that, you'll find that you're following Him fully in the fullness that He has for your life. Perhaps you're here today and you've never actually even clicked the follow button. You've never even prayed the prayer. You've never even had one time in your life where you said, yes, I do believe in Jesus. Right now, I want to give you an opportunity to say, Bronson, today I want to follow Jesus. To follow Jesus means this. You believe that he died for your sins. Sins is anything wrong that we do. It's anything that falls short, short of God's commands in the Bible anything that goes against God's character and nature. And so that's pretty much a lot of things. We've all sinned. But God offers us an opportunity to know Jesus Christ. And if we will accept that Jesus came to die for our sins, but then 
was buried but didn't stay dead but rose again, if we accept and believe that in our hearts and confess it with our mouths, the Bible says that we will be saved. What does that mean? It basically means this, that God will accept us. That He'll accept us and invite us into heaven, eternity with us, with Him. He'll, he'll impart His Holy Spirit into us. It means that He will invite us to know and enter into a relationship with us, an invitation to be part of knowing Jesus Christ and be part of His church. So today, if that is you, I want to give you that opportunity. It starts off with a very simple prayer. Would you say it with me today? Jesus, I give you my life. Wherever you are, however you're watching or listening to this, say it with me. Jesus, I give you my life. You might have been listening to this message and, and your heart starts started pumping right now, beating really fast, or there was something that I said and you're like, wow, how does he know that about me? Well, it's not me that knows it. It's God that knows it, speaking through me to you. Would you say the prayer with me today? Jesus, I give you my life. God, right now, I pray for any person who said that prayer today for the first time or maybe after being away from you for a long time. I just pray right now that you would come upon their life as they have asked as I've answered, I should say, that, 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 that invitation to follow you, I pray right now, Jesus, that you would bring them on your journey of living a life with you. God, that they, you would bring them on the journey. You would help them to head in the same direction that you are heading, Lord Jesus. Thank you that they now have eternal life. They're now being made new creations. God, old things have passed away. New things have come. We just thank you for that, Jesus. I pray right now you're transforming them. And this week, they will see the transformational power of Jesus Christ in their life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.